Welcome back, ladies and gents, to Invasion by Story Archives. I am your host, Mario Busto, alongside... The other host, Zachary Newton. Welcome back. Always come in sounding so crisp on the mic. Like, it's just like out of nowhere, like a voice, just the other host. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a lot of practice, right? We hope you all are doing well. We hope you're doing better than this, this week's episode of Invasion. Uh, we're starting off with episode eight titled The Cosmic Ocean. And a lot of our characters aren't doing too well. So that's why we hope you're doing better. I mean, Cass is... <laughs> <clears throat> I feel bad for Cass, man. There's got to be nothing worse than seeing your girl walk off with your bully. You know? Yeah. Uh, Mitsuki essentially ruined the one opportunity with the alien that's not an alien. It's actually a portal, which mm-hmm. makes all the sense in the world now. How, why that thing was kind of like trapped in there, right? Yeah. Not a good season for Trev. I, I got to be honest. Big fan of the Apple TV shows. I don't think we need to preface that at this point. But uh, it's been a weak season for Trev. At, at certain points in this episode, I literally said, what is the point of this character other than a device to bridge Casper's story across the world, right? He, he's, mm-hmm. he has had almost no growth, okay? Uh, he wakes up in the Middle East, or not wakes up in the Middle East, he's in the Middle East as a Navy SEAL or whatever commander uh, of this platoon, right? Escapes there seemingly for the sole purpose of protecting Casper in the hospital with Jamila, right? Mm-hmm. Goes home. It never. We have not even a single scene with his wife, the wife that he's had this. That would have been the growth, right? It would have been that conflict he had at the start of the series. Yeah. You know, his rocky marriage of something that would occur there. But no, we, we instead get him kind of time skipping to a fake Florida uh, where his sister kicks him out after shaving her son. Because he has a one PTSD episode, like give me a break, worst sister mm-hmm. in the world. Okay, then he goes to Oklahoma, and it's like I don't know what this guy wants. He, the, the script, the writing for Trev's character is all over the place, and I, you know, I, if I could get in Shamir Anderson's head, I wonder if he would be thinking the same thing. Because at some points he's like a dedicated soldier, right? Yeah, but then he's talking down to the soldiers who are interrogating him, saying. This long monologue, it didn't even feel like a fit about the, you pushing those, pushing the pencil and, you know, you got daddy's calling, you know what I mean? And then he begs yeah. the guy for a job right yeah. after Bring he me says in. that. <laughs> Bring me in. You can use me. I'm more capable than all your men put together. His character's all over the place and it's, it's, I'm going on a tangent about it because he was my second favorite character, season one. It was like He, he was up there, man. Casper, him, and Mitsuki like were the were my favorites, you know. And um, I'm assuming Anisha next episode will be in Oklahoma. We'll just skip over the entire road trip from British Columbia to Oklahoma. I'm assuming. Yeah, who that's cares what's about gonna that? Here, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I mean, we didn't see anything about Sarah this episode, right? There's like a giant disconnect. There's only two episodes left in the season. Like it feels like nothing has happened in this season. Yeah, it it really does. I mean, compared to the first, like the first season was decent. I I could oh, get yeah. into it. I liked the first season. This I'll entire say the first season, season was great. Yeah, yeah. Th- this entire season for me, season two, has just been like a song that I can't get into. Like yeah. everything about it, like there's, it's just like something is off about it. It's either the acting. I f- I think it might. It's probably more more so the writing. Um, but I mean, like half the lines I see delivered, I'm like, re- like. Like Why this, are you even saying that word? Like, I don't, like, there's no real need for you to say what you're saying. Or how like, about I, this? I don't, I don't need to see that. And I have a feeling you're referencing Kapoor here. And there's in some Kapoor cases. And, 
Yeah. And then our, I believe Rose as well. This desire to make Kapoor this cartoon character villain where he's so easily read by the in-house psych uh, expert, you know, mm-hmm. where she says, oh, that's not, Maya says, that's not going to work on me. And then she like breaks down like a, almost like a child would, you know, you know, like a child who reads one psychology book and tries to like <laughs> pin that thing on everybody, you know? Yeah. Oh, I see what you're doing there. You're using this to do that, to do that. Mm-hmm. And she says something about his ego and he's like, oh, that's going to be a tough one. You know, like he he feeds into it. It's kind of hard to get into it when he's so clearly like this, you know. Deluded. <laughs> he's such an asshole. Yeah, but then, but then he actually puts his money where his mouth is and goes in and fights the alien and he should have been killed. I think there should have been some, if there was more weight to the decisions taken in this series, then I think the series would probably be better. You know, like there's no way Kapoor comes out of that not killed, right? Mm-hmm. And then you even have the pos- there even there's still slightly a possibility that Hanada's alive. Yeah, I, know I mean, she- given given the fact that we know that that was a portal now, <clears throat> and I mean, Kapoor was sucked into some other atmosphere, some other world, and yes. then spit back out. I yeah, I think Hanada's alive. It's possible, right? It it's- is very possible. But there would be more of um, a sense of importance to the decisions that are taken rather than feeling like everything you're seeing that these characters are going to make it out alive no matter what, mm-hmm. you know? And I think with an alien invasion series, you got to have this grounded in some sort of like, hey, that was a bad decision and someone has to pay for this bad decision, mm-hmm. you know? Like yeah. Trev, Trev goes to break into this hat, the, to the tunnel to raise this hatch. I'm sorry, you're going to get shot on sight. If yeah, are you kidding me? <laughs> you know? It's like the most highly secured place in, in, the, in the world at this point. Wait, don't open the hatch. And they're all, we're going to shoot you. You know, mm-hmm. I don't think that's how the military, the military is not going to act like that. I don't know. And then they like, you know, give him, I, I think they soften on him because they find out that he is a military member after, which that does make sense to me. But a little I, bit, but <clears throat> not to that extent. I did think Rose had a strong episode. I thought her scene with her sheriff buddy from school, I thought that was her strongest scene of the season so far. Um, it just, it kind of made, it just made sense to me. These were like, I like the fact that they were old school friends, you know, mm-hmm. they all grew up in this small town. So she, it's kind of like, I could see the sheriff coming over to her side yeah. simply because he's known her his whole life. And so it'd be one of those things where he's like, Rose, you never acts like this. So, it, something must be up, you know? I agree that that was probably her strongest scene uh, of the season so far. But the sad thing for me is, and I can't really put my finger on why, <clears throat> but like, I just, I didn't buy, like, I didn't buy it. Like, you know, some of the, the like, the way that she would talk, the, you know, just like the the speed at which she went through these things, like, it just felt a little, a little off. And I, I don't know what it is. Maybe, maybe, maybe my my uh, perspective is just a little tainted with the uh, the the poor performance of this season so far. Like, I, maybe there's just other things that it's like, yeah, I'm not enjoying it that much, and so I'm not buying into some of the scenes. But something about that that scene even just felt a little odd to me. Every week, I'm tuning in, hoping for that episode that's the turning point. And I, I will say this: it did feel like it was a turning point when Mitsuki says that it's a portal. That did feel like a step in the right direction for me, you know, um, it, because everything has just felt like such heavy setup the whole the whole season that there hasn't been like um, even Casper's kind of journey 
mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of meandering. It, like, we don't know why we're there. We don't know how these kids can actually assist in bringing down the aliens. You know what I mean? It's not like a defined, yeah. you know, here we have a resistance, you know, or we know how to weaponize, you know? But No, they don't, they don't seem to know how to do much of it. I mean, they're they're painting a map that... I don't even know if we have it at this point. Like, did it get destroyed in the building when it collapsed? Like, what happened? <laughs> I'm not sure. Although, I could see, like, from a sense of, like, seeing the show from the perspective of what's going on. There's a lot of confusion because the alien invasion just happened. We're not, like, 20 years into the alien invasion, you mm-hmm. know? So, I could see that this is what it would probably look like in some sense. Although, we don't know why these kids... It feels like Casper's almost chosen. You know, like he has this moment where they're meeting up with these people in Orleans, mm-hmm. um, and he he's hearing their voices. So he's hearing their voices like across the country, yeah, pretty much. So he's tapped into some higher power in some way, and um, I found it funny when the doctors had you find us, and Jamila's like, "Oh, we had this," and it was a folder that said like it showed the base of operation, like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know, you left exactly where you were going on a folder. <laughs> this helped. <laughs> uh, we will be yeah. here. Um, what do you think of the whole Monty planting seeds of this seeds of doubt that Casper's working for like he's an alien now, right? And then now you have the old the the male doctor who's also kind of like on the Monty side, and now Jamila is showing some sort of doubting. I I'm okay with it. I, I mean, I feel like we've, we've kind of predicted this this little love triangle between Casper, uh, Monty, and Jamila. Like, uh, that that was expected. And, you know, like, I, I agree with you. Like, it does feel like Casper is tapped into some sort of higher power or something. I mean, we see him not get affected to that. But in, in some ways, it almost seems like he's severed from from certain things, right? Like, he seems to not have communication with the aliens anymore at least when they immediately left out of the hospital and perhaps that's changed at this point i, I just don't know so would you, would you trust casper like if you were in this situation of these kids or i don't feel like i've seen a true reason for me to not trust casper i mean first of all he's a kid like you know when, when you just wake up out of a coma for months or whatever like i'm sure you're going to be a little dazed and confused and you know not sure what voice is the bad voice and which voice is the good voice you know what's the kids and what's the aliens um, mm-hmm. you know, like I, I could, I could see that, but I haven't seen anything that would indicate to me that, you know, Casper's being nefarious or is, is on the side of the aliens or anything like that. Um, and he seems to be enough of himself to not be like a, a pawn and not be controlled by all of the aliens. Um, but we do clearly see that there there is a bit of him that's missing at the very least a bit of his memory and you know maybe that part of him is somehow still in this alien hive mind alternate world or something like that yeah i don't want to stray from casper too much about the hive mind but i do want to say i guess it, we it, i don't know they have to have some sort of hive inter hive mind interconnectedness the aliens because what kapoor does with the magnets and attacking the portal is reverberates across the earth like they have seismic events across the earth according to the to the woman who never leaves that uh boardroom part of the wdc uh (laughs) madam president they're they're a perfect picture of politicians in fact i was i was listening to a a podcast 
earlier today. And it was a discussion essentially that, you know, a lot of the problems with Washington politicians is they, t- they play it safe. And yeah. essentially, like in business, you're applauded for tackling the big, the big problems, right? You, mm-hmm. you celebrate when you tackle a big problem. In Washington, when you try to tackle a big problem and you fail, most of the time you don't get another opportunity to serve again, right? You get yeah. lambasted by the media, you get lambasted by everybody. You know, that's why Winston Churchill is so uh, unique in that sense, right? He had a big failure uh, at, in a battle and then is the key figure in World War II and unifying Britain, right? Yeah. Now, these W, what is it, W World Defense Coalition? I think so, WDC. They yeah. look like the most useless group of politicians that meet and never get anything done, period. While you have the businessman, Kapoor, whether you like him or not, actually getting stuff done in Brazil. And you got to respect him because although he was sending everybody into the to fight the alien, he did go in there and fight the alien. Yeah, so, he, he at least sacked up and, and did go in there. Like, I, I was happy to see that bit at least. And like, it felt very cartoonish to me. The reason he felt cartoonish, I don't want to just say these things without backing it with with the reason I say he's cartoonish is because he's obviously a brilliant businessman. You don't get trusted by every single politician. Like you have put them in a pigeonhole, okay? It's like the way Elon Musk operates. He has the government Mm -hmm. by the balls. Like NASA is working on SpaceX's dime at this point, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Half of these things. That same with Jeff Bezos. They're they're brilliant business people who have been able to build something that has the country by the balls, pretty much. Okay, mm-hmm. because the the whole U.S. Postal Service and UPS is dependent upon Amazon Prime deliveries half the time now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So the, I'm assuming Kapoor is in a situation where the politicians have to listen to this guy because he has some so, sort of similar grasp on what's going on, right? So mm-hmm. my issue with him being cartoonish is the fact that. In World War II, what was one of the biggest things that, you know, that occurred? If you watch the movie Imagination Game, they were able to decode the Nazi secret um, coding. Essentially, they could decode the Nazis' messages to know what they were going to do. Isn't it pretty clear if you're able to decode alien language, how much of an advantage that would be to you? Especially if the aliens don't know that you can decode their language? Yeah, I would think so. I mean, it's an extreme advantage. So, the fact that he's pushing back and not seeing the value in decoding their language is something just plain stupid to me. Whether he's evil or not, a bozo could see that decoding the alien language would be a step in a positive direction towards winning a war against these things, right? Yeah, so, that's why it felt very stupid to me. I'll just say, there's no, there's no fancy word for it. It just felt stupid that somebody couldn't see the value of decoding language. That Mitsuki speaking to a wall, saying, if I could decode their language, we can make a, we can speak to them. You know, I can understand him not wanting to speak to them, you know, we want to defeat them. They're killing us. They're terraforming our planet. I get that much. But there is definitely a value. Now, what you use that value for is up to you, depending on what your approach to diplomacy with the aliens is. But Yeah. Yeah. He seemed, I mean, to me, he kind of just seemed like somebody who was obsessed with this, like, orb. Like, all, like, all he cared was poking and prodding at, at the orb to see how it would react. Like, I think he wanted to feel it. very childish to me, though. Like, it just it felt like... Yeah. It wasn't strategic. And I think that's the part that bothers me. For somebody that's supposed to be so intelligent, so successful as a businessman, like, look, I got, I get that, you know, at times you got to be the bull in the China shop, but at the same time, like, you don't want to be foolish and, and childlike when just like, you know, let's, let's, let's just keep poking it. Let's just keep throwing people in. It's like, you, you got a win. All right. Like, you got a win. But like, 
you've, you've got more opportunity there. And I, I think there's much more value in trying to figure out how to communicate with it, considering that, well, you didn't even know it was talking before. Like, this is the closest, this is the, this is the best that we've gotten, uh, you know, in terms of any information on them. And all you, all you want to do is poke an orb and blow it up. Like if if you're in Kapoor's shoes, what do you do? You bring in more scientists now. You have Mitsuki oversee a couple yeah, of Yeah, why is there only one there? To, like, look, I know we're under an attack from aliens and all of that stuff. But you've got like, what, eight scientists there that have already kind of lost their minds. You've pulled in Mitsuki. Like, why are you not pulling in other, other scientists? Why is there one, uh, you know, one like psychologist there? Uh, you know, keeping an eye on, on things and trying to help manage stuff. Like I, I would imagine you would want to pull in more, like bring in more firepower. Like we've got somebody with a lead. Let's give her support and, you know, help her figure out how to break this code quicker than just doing it on her own. Well, Zach, as many companies operate, some things are simple, but rarely done. Right. So yeah, that's, that's for sure. Tell me about that. You know, so uh, <laughs> it's one of those things where, uh, it's simple. They should have, I mean, why not put a PA system in there and have Mitsuki talk to the alien through a speaker? I mean, she obviously gets a reaction out of this thing. Why not try it and see, right? Yeah. Be willing to try it. But I wanted to get to Casper. So, they feel the effect of the attack on the blob of the portal. Now, we don't have to call it a blob anymore. It's a portal. Yeah. I kind of liked it being called the blob. I know. But whatever. The portal blob. Blob the portal. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Casper is being blamed for things he can't control. And I'm sorry, but sometimes I think it's as simple as Monty just wants to steal Jamila. Like, I think his mm-hmm. entire doubt, seeding doubt is just, there's not enough evidence there that Casper's working for the aliens or doing anything beneficial for the aliens, right? Yeah. Unless aliens show up at this place in Orleans, like the moment that Casper gets there. At that point, you can be like, maybe Casper's a beacon for the aliens. We could probably, we should probably stay away from Casper for a little bit. But yeah. he, he just woke up from a coma and is having memory issues. I don't think that that's so far fetched. And no. Jam has completely turned on him with the douchebag Monty. Yeah, he's such a prick. He's back. Mm-hmm. To, he's such a prick. I don't get it. He is. No, he, he he is. And I agree with you. Like, if if aliens were trailing them and showed up, then I would be concerned. Um, and that's why I'm saying, like, I don't feel like I've really seen anything that leads me to believe that that Casper is working for the aliens, right? I mean, like, sure, they left the hospital and he accidentally, again, after being in a coma and just freaking waking up and being rushed out of there after like, you know, manically drawing on a freaking wall. Uh, yeah, he's like, I think we should go this way because you're forcing me to make, it a, make a decision. It's binary, we go left or we go right. Yeah. Um, and you, like, you happen to, to run into some aliens there, but then you get away. Right. Like, I don't think he's calling them. I don't think he necessarily is tethered to them. I haven't seen evidence of that. I swear, um, if, Jam- if Jamila kisses Monty, I'm done. I'm off the Jamila fan, uh, fan wagon. We'll call it. Yeah, I'm, conce- I'm concerned about, about that triangle. I want it to still be Jamila and Casp. But she, some, something so tells far, me <laughs> I'm going to be disappointed just based on the way this season's been going. If she goes and takes that step and kisses Monty, she's dead dead to me it's crazy man i just i i feel like i mean monty's character like he's he's got like one gear he's got two notes he's got two notes care for his sister and douchebag to everything that's That's it it. like he he, 
a lot of the characters i just feel like they aren't deep like yeah. the, like the like there's not much substance there and maybe that's part of the part of the issue with this season right like it's such a difference like when you watch a show i was i got my dad into the bear on okay Hulu, so i'm gonna rewatch the bear um you should just get into it and we'll just do a bear podcast um, i'll try, I'll, I'll, I'll try awesome, and watch man. it <laughs> And you see the characters and he, my dad, like, inse- he ins- like incessantly asks questions that I mm-hmm. can't answer unless I spoil the show for him. So, he's like, why is he doing that? Like, why, why is there a bear in the middle of the street? And he's like, oh, I, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I'd punch the cousin in the face, you know, like, well, what is up with him? And I'm like, mm-hmm. So, I'm, I'm like, oh, because this. And then he'll, you'll see like, oh, he's divorced. Oh, he has a kid. Oh, he can't see his kid. You know, oh, why mm-hmm. does she act like that? You know, like a show makes you fall in love with the characters more and more because you learn about, like, if you want to know about Kapoor, right? Why is yeah. Kapoor the way he is? Let's learn about his past. Let's learn about his family. We don't know anything about his family. We don't know if he has a sister. We don't know if he has a, a mother and father he speaks to. We don't know if his dad beat him as a child, you know, what I, yeah. or if his dad beat his mother, you know. We don't know uh, if his business partner screwed him over. You know, those types of things would draw you closer to a character, right? We love yeah. Mitsuki because we know she lost her lover in a space shuttle crash, right? Or not a crash, mm-hmm. like an attack. They were kind of like the first victim of the attack. Um, and you see why she feels the way she feels. Trev is like a hollow vessel. Yeah. They, his, apparently his wife had a time to debrief with the military people because when they speak to him about him, he's like, you know, I've been trained under your same interrogation methods. And, mm-hmm. then, and then immediately they say, well, your wife said you have a save the world complex. And he says, don't bring up my wife. You're like immediately yeah, he know. snaps out of the whole, <laughs> you know, this won't work on me mode to don't talk about my wife. To, imme- to immediately working on him. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. And, you know, I, I, think, I think to your point, that's why we still like Matsuki and Casper more than anybody Ananisha. else in this show. And Anisha. And Anisha. Those like, three have the deepest um, character development of, of all of them, for sure. They they do, though. I'm, I, I've I never been, you know, a big fan of Anisha. And, I mean, look, it, for, for me, this show revolves around Casp and Mitsuki. Agreed. And if, Agreed. It, if it was missing even one of them, like, I really don't think I'd be able to power through it um if they I, I had just, there wouldn't be enough you know another thing of what's dumb about jamila turning on casper <clears throat> she walked into casper's apartment with him when mm-hmm. she saw his mother burned alive yeah like on, in her wheelchair casper's working with the aliens you know what i mean yeah right and you know casper loved his mom so yeah. it's one of those things where like it's such a she's gone across the country for this guy She's he's all up in her dreams, which by the way, we got to talk about those dreams because those kids have an almost like messianic moment with Casper when he walks up and they're like, it's him. It's, him. it's the one from the dream. We saw him in the dream. You know, this is the yeah. one from our dreams. So he seems to be like the ringleader of these little mutant kids. Yeah. But they said that they weren't calling out to him. They were calling out to another. They weren't calling out to him, which makes me wonder is that person Mitsuki because the next scene Hinata. they cut to You mean, or are Mits- you saying? Mitsuki. Okay. I, I was assuming it was Hinata, but go ahead. Oh, see, I didn't even think about that. So, my thoughts were only two people. Was is it Mitsuki or is it Luke? Hmm. Because they all have a different thing, right? Because they're tormented. They're like Luke. When the alien stuff starts happening, they start going, Wajo, Wajo, Wajo. They are start going <laughs> yeah. crazy, you know? Yeah. But- uh, Cass is not affected by that. 
Luke is like them. He gets affected and starts screaming Wajo. But could it be that Luke is the other side of the, you know, it would be great if Cass is like Obi-Wan and Luke is like Anakin. <laughs> one gets used for the aliens for bad and one's like good. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I, I It could, they made, the editing made it seem like it's Mitsuki. <clears throat> because the moment they say we were calling out to someone else, it is Mitsuki is the first person seen after that scene. It could, it could be. And, you know, maybe, maybe I'm thinking Hinata because, I mean, I, I think what this episode led me to believe is that Hinata is still alive because there was a portal and you get sucked into some other atmosphere. Uh, the, the thing that I find a little confusing, and this is why I could see it being Hinata or Mitsuki. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it, it seems like some characters are mentally in this space, like Cass. Yes, yes. And some are physically, like Kippur, and my assumption is Hinata somewhere in there. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I just, I don't know who they, would, who they would be calling, you know? I mean, all of those kids seem to be mentally in that space. Well, the so only- Maybe it is Mitsuki. Maybe, maybe they, they, they sensed her because she's the one poking and prodding and trying to talk to this portal, which is kind of odd, but I don't well, know. The only way Hinata's alive is if she went into a portal when the ship got attacked, right? Yeah. Because, I mean, you ain't surviving space without a spacesuit. No. No. And, I mean, they, they could have sucked her in there. Um, apparently, all of those people that were disappearing are, you know, are hidden back. in that base. Yeah. So, they, they're all just being held by the military for observation. We didn't see uh, Jim Bell, though. No, I didn't see him. Um, Maybe they're calling out to him, not Hinata. Also, also a possibility. I, you know, I, I'd love to know how they're getting these people back from these spaceships. That, like, that would be a nice key. thing to know. That, that is what Trev asked them, right? How did you get them back? And he says that's classified. Yeah. And, you know, I don't want to give any spoilers for next week, but the description does say there is a trip to a mothership that's going to take place. And pal is... I might be winning a wager. <laughs> you might, you might be at least, you at least might be able to tick one of those boxes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, all right, I think that's about it on the discussion of this episode. Um, it's a fun show to discuss at the very least, but I was hoping for a bit more this season, and and you know, it does seem the approach that Apple's taking at this point. They have so much money that even I like. Do they release viewership? Do we, we should look up, look that up for next episode because it's not like basic cable where you can find out ratings on a show. Like yeah. I would love to know what the viewership is on Invasion and Foundation and compare that to other shows on major cable networks that get re-upped for other additional seasons mm -hmm. because it just, it does feel like Apple is getting more and more IP. Did, by the way, did you know for, for All Mankind, a new season's coming out like in December or November? I hadn't, I hadn't heard about it, no. I'm not surprised. I mean, it, the last season ended pretty open. How did the... Oh, no, I guess we shouldn't talk about that, but... Yeah. If, if you're out there, we don't know if we're going to do a pod on that yet, but it would be an interesting one to pod about, right? Yeah. <clears throat> I it's think entertaining, it's an interesting show. at the very least. Yeah. There, I mean, there's like, there's actual thing. consequences for decision for, for choices in that 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. which... I like. I mean, you yeah, know, I, I don't. I don't like watching a show where you can do anything and there, there's no consequences. Like it doesn't feel real. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. I mean, 
I'm, I'm open to it. Uh, for other people out there, we are also doing a commentary on Lupin. That's on Netflix. Part three is out. We're going to be dropping episode two on Friday night or Saturday. And you can stay tuned for that. We're dropping about two episodes a week right now with Invasion and Lupin. And um, seeking, always seeking new content, new shows to discuss. Uh, there's only so many we can fit within the week. Um, thank you all for supporting us. We thank you on Patreon, those of you who have decided to support us on a supporter tier. We thank you for that. We're looking into putting some ad-free episodes up there for those of you to get some value for the uh, very gracious support you're giving us. And additionally, thank you for following us on YouTube, Rumble, and Twitter. Don't forget. And if you're out there and you're like, I haven't done any three of those, then go get to it if you want to stay up with us. And we hope you enjoyed our Best of 2023 Sasso Awards. We had a good time making that one. Um, we're going to be making that kind of like a quarterly thing or maybe like a biannual show that we do where we talk about the new shows and movies that we have watched, the best mm-hmm. of the best. And let us know what your best of 2023 was. And maybe there's some suggestions in there that eventually turn into series on Story Archives. Absolutely. Well, thank you for listening to this episode of Invasion by Story Archives. You can find this anywhere you find podcasts, Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Actually, I think Google Podcasts is going away. It's kind of being merged into YouTube music, but you know, mm. hey, check us out there. Uh, you can visit us on YouTube, Rumble, Patreon now, and then X as well. All of those links will be in the description below. Uh, and then we also have a couple links open. Want to sign up for our quarterly newsletter, which we did actually send out the first newsletter i think you you may have received it last weekend so i hope you enjoyed that it kind of talked a little bit about you know the vision and you know what what might be coming up in the future and also plugged the sasa awards which was i agree was a fun one to record Mm -hmm. um in addition to that there is a link down below to fill out a questionnaire that i think we will be closing uh next week so thank you and until next time take care uh yeah, enjoy the cosmic ocean. <laughs> uh, you know, I did. Uh, cosmic ocean is a really cool term. It is cosmic ocean. Whoa! <laughs> Sounds like a midnight lounge, like in a dystopian cyberpunky city. Yeah. All right, y'all. Have a great week. Peace. <laughs>